absorb forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces draw the same that bar crosses.
It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Seven seven five three five seven F A N S or seven seven five three seven six Easy Easy. just a a part of my feelings about what happened yesterday on the gridiron. Let's start the show. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Arnie State Show. Yeah, it's Monday. I'm in a foul mood, a very foul mood, if you will, due to the current NFL situation. Uh, Man, yeah, we'll start the show with it. We have to start the show. Everybody's talking about it. First one here is Alicia. Says, how about them Niners? All right. Uh, yeah, how about them Niners? Sorry, Arnie. On to Green Bay, bitches. Okay. Brady Kid says, um, I'm the first one here on Monday since Dave Kill and the other Democrats said Sunday doesn't count. All right. Spray Fire says, what up, ass? Hangtown Jen says, happy Monday, all. Can't wait to hear today's football updates. What a weekend. Yes, what a terrible, horrible Ugly, gross weekend it was. Mike D says, good morning, ASR. Not going to give you shit about the boys. They're young and inexperienced showed yesterday. The Niners are just built for the playoffs. Uh, good future of the Cowboys if they could just fire that coach and upgrade the running back. And I'm sure you'll say a couple of more adjustments in personnel. Never thought I'd see the ending of a game I'd never seen before. Wow, go Niners, F Green Bay. Ratberger says, really surprised to hear you this morning. Thought you would be out hunting Niner fans. No, no, I, I'm working today. I know today is holiday. Today is Martin Luther King's Jr. Uh, celebration of that man's birthday. But we're here. We're here. I mean, look, I, I'm not going to take the day off just because it, it, it is a holiday. Go running away from my problems and my and my loss. Mm-mm. I'm here. I'm here to sack it up. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Can't wait till the Niners lose to the Packers. Now, I, I will not say a lot bad about the Niners except that I hate them. I hate their whole franchise. Yesterday's loss. We'll, we'll get to it here in a second, I promise. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning, ass family. Fuck the Niners. All right, I feel the same. Bradster says, morning, big and ass hats too. In front says, morning, ass family. Can't wait till the Packers whoop the Niners' ass. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Uh, boo, Monday, yes. Erised is in the house. Good morning. I'm feeling, uh, it, it, I'm feeling it is it this Monday morning, yes. Uh, is Arnie taking day off? Uh, don't be too upset, buddy. Remember, as a Cowboys fan, we're used to this shit. Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, let's see. Everybody's giving the fuck yous. Uh, morning, y'all. How about them Bengals? Andrew says. As much as I'd like to talk shit, I wasn't happy enough with the Niners. Dak's dad wanted to name him dumb quarterback, but his wife shortened it to Dak. Uh, all right. Let's go over the playoffs. Let, let, let's get the playoffs out of our system. 
We'll still cover them. Even though my beloved Cowboys are out, we're still going to have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on this week to pick some games. We're going to pick all the way through the Super Bowl, a place that Dallas can't get to. Start with Saturday's games. Really, the the Raiders-Bengals game was a pretty decent game. I watched a lot of it. Anytime you have to rely on your quarterback, and and when your quarterback, and I'm not going to talk shit about David Carr, but David Carr isn't a guy who should be throwing the ball 54 times a game. He's 29 out of 54 for 310. That's not that great a day. Uh, if you thought Dallas was overhyped, uh, Green Bay during the playoffs right there uh, with them. Got my wish since week three and getting that revenge game on Saturday. Niners win and head to Tampa. Book it. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the Bengals got by, so they're moving on in the playoffs. And then in the game that wasn't even close. Good Lord. All those good things I said about the New England Patriots, Where? Where? what happened? They ran into a buzzsaw known as the Buffalo Bills, 47-17. to 17? God damn. Well, you could say the same thing about, did anybody really think the Steelers had much of a chance last night? I mean, honestly. There was a little bit of a chance, but not really. Chiefs won 42-21. The Buccaneers beat the Eagles 31-15. Pretty easy game for the Buccaneers. The truly only decent game of the weekend was the Cowboys-Niners game, and it wasn't. It wasn't a decent game. The Niners should have probably won that game by about 30 points. The Dallas Cowboys are pitiful. As a lifelong bleed cowboy blue, wearing my fucking... It, my, I, I wore my Don Meredith jersey yesterday for the love of God. And watching that team play just makes me sick. I, I, I mean, honestly. Connor Williams, I, I like Connor Williams for a lot of reasons, but mainly he was one of the first Longhorns the Cowboys had taken. And that motherfucker cannot make a play without holding. Bye, Connor. See ya. Hook him. Jesus, you suck. Let's get to uh, the running back, number 21, Ezekiel Elliott. You are soft. As they would say in Letter Kenny, you are 10 ply. That's how soft your toilet paper is. It's 10-ply. If somebody blinks in your direction, you fall down. You are possibly one of, if not the most overrated college running back to ever play for the Dallas Cowboys. Ever. And think about who's played here. They all lived up to the hype. Tony Dorsett. Herschel Walker, Emmett Smith. You should be a, a, a related to the Barbers. That, that's how overrated I think you are. Can I just say, uh, 
Last seconds of your game, when the ref fumbled with the ball, I looked at Mike and said, Dear Jesus, if Arnie hasn't had a stroke yet, this ought to push him over the edge. Mike, a Steelers fan, knows that he can relate, and he said, Nah, he's fine. He's made it this far without a heart attack. He's fine. Plus, he's in Texas now. I'm sure his entire neighborhood sounds the same. They've surely got ambulances on call. Yes, they, they, they should. You can hear people yelling in the neighborhood. It is pretty damn funny. Thank you to Warbird, who keeps sending me all these wonderful memes like Doritos. This year's flavor is Cowboys flavor. Nacho year. Thank you. Thank you, Warbird. Uh, I, I will return the favor next week with that that the uh, the ever so popular spicy Green Bay version. Bright spot, your tight end had a good day. Yeah, that's that's never good in a playoff game when you say bright spot is your tight end had a good game. The defense played like ass. Um. I mean, they didn't play horrible, but they didn't play great. They missed a bunch of opportunities. The offense, though, is the miserable part of the team. The offense, everybody wants to say, I, I'm ready for Colin Moore to fucking go. The, the, uh, the assistant coach, bye, see ya. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. I, I would much rather keep Dan Quinn. Is our de- defensive coordinator. Y'all can have this other fucking Yahoo, Kelvin, whatever his name is, quarterback for fucking, for, uh, for Boise State. You Nevada people should know I don't like him because he went to Boise State. Dak Prescott, I'll, I'll say this right now. What, what, a lot of heart, a lot of heart the kid has to come back from the injury he had last season. You can have all the heart in the world, but if you ain't got the talent and Dak ain't got the talent, he 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 just doesn't. I don't know how I I want you know what real quick I I need to get uh, I I I'd like to get Dak Prescott's uh, makeup here six two and a half, and he gets balls knocked down at the line of scrimmage. That 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 has to stop. That that was a new thing this season. That's got to stop. Uh, just just everything that you do bad has to stop. Uh, trying having bad Jimmy just help raise your fucking blood pressure. That guy loves making game out of it. Oh, he did. I like the memes where it has the shape of a hexagon and octagon, and there's Dallas Cowboy photos has season gone. I, I I mean I I don't know what more to say. I, there's nothing I can say. Do you want me to reach down there and, and I can pull my butt crack open for you if you want? I mean I could, but that ain't gonna help. As far as that last play goes last night, let let me let me just say that was all around stupid. You're gonna have a quarterback sneak run for 15 yards and then try to kill the clock so you can get off one more play that probably would have been an interception. Or a sack. I won't even give him the chance for an incomplete pass. Uh, we had that game wrapped up, and Jimmy G threw it right to your team. Changed the whole momentum. We were about to Bills you. We were about to Chiefs you. Oh, yeah, you guys were driving. 
And then Jimmy G came along and showed why you're not going to the Super Bowl. Look, man, there are a lot of good things in there to see if you hate the 49ers. Jimmy G is one of them. I thought that guy was going to be a lot better. That guy showed why he went to the same university that Tony Romo did. And next week is going to be ugly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, I, I think the, and this isn't me just trying to be salty and hate on the Niners. Niners, you got a lot to work on, and, and working on them at Green Bay ain't going to help. The Green Bay is, is pure, the, it, it is the class of the NFC. And then we got a game tonight, the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm sure your season was made yesterday, and I, I'm glad that my Cowboys could do that for you. Uh, I lost a little respect for Dak after he backed fans throwing trash at refs. Can't blame the refs. Blame yourself and your stupid coach for that call. Yeah, you you know who you got to hand the ball to. You got you can't just do that. Green Bay's in trouble. Green Bay does this every year. They will lose to San Francisco. You'll see. All right. I I don't see it. I personally don't see it. And I ain't trying to, to, like I said, I'm not trying to talk shit to the team that just beat us because that ain't what it's about. I just, watching Green Bay play, watching the way that, that Aaron Rodgers has played this year, look, there's no way the league gives him the MVP, but tell me a player who's been better than him this year. Tell me one player in the NFC who's been better than Aaron Rodgers this year. I don't even like Aaron Rodgers. I think his girlfriend's a fucking whack job liberal nut. But tell me somebody. And, and, and I, the only one person I could even come up with near playing as well would be Tom Brady. I'm just telling you right now, it, that that's the NFC Championship game. I mean, honestly, I do not see, let's see. San Francisco goes to Green Bay, so the winner of Arizona uh, Rams goes to Tampa. Tampa ain't losing at home. Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Brown has better for entertainment value. Oh, God, yeah. And now the AFC is looking like, wow, they, they could be something. You know, Kansas City's looking tough. Buffalo, I, I I don't know if the Buffalo one's real. That's all. I just don't know if it's real. And ten, as far as Tennessee goes, Tennessee's not for real. Now without Derrick Henry. But we'll see. We got more games this weekend. So like I said, we'll cover them with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy no problemo. All right, now let let let's get to the show, shall we? Uh, I, I I covered all your little your little sports things. Everybody's so happy now. I got an email this uh, this week from uh, American Muscle Car Recovery. It says Arnie, this Omicron variant is ninety percent less fatal, yet the news media is still peddling fear to masses. Oh, this is from Straight Fire. Okay. 
And Straight Fire sent me this story about Omicron, 91% less likely to be failed compared to Delta, CDC study says. Yes. And, and like I said, I, the info is out there. Omni, whoa, whoa, we got to change that back down. Whoa, we got to bring it down here. Omicron. I mean, they were calling it Omicron in Great Britain, what, a week and a half ago? I'm just going to tell you right now, this is the most overhyped, most stupid thing that we have seen so far with this whole COVID just horrible situation that we've been in the last two years. But this is where they have really just totally jumped the shark. You've got nations locking down over a variant that's already gone from their country. Does anybody want to try to say this is about science anymore? Please, please, let's have the conversation about how this is science. When it's 91% less likely to be fatal. Now, it's 91% less less fatal, 91% of the 1% of people that get it. We're about to do some Steiner math here. So out of the 7 billion people on the planet, the 1% that got this, and then like 1% of that died, so it's 90% of 1% of 1%. I got it. I am sick. Uh, I am the sick transformer today. Omicron. Not that bad, though, really. Okay. Uh, let me put a stop to the prediction for a second. They win if Bosa and Warner come back. Shanahan owns his pupils. Well, Nick Saban used to own his pupils, too. And then, oof, this year was not a good year for him and his uh, former assistant coaches. But, yes, yeah, Straight Fire, absolutely, you are 100% right that this Omicron variant is not as bad as the other ones. Yet, for some reason, I don't know why, Control, the news media has ran with this and said how bad it is, how awful it is, how things should be shutting down. Why? Are you guys too busy now because the world's working again? Is that what it is? You need, you need some time off? I, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. And by the way, don't think that just because the sick transformer, Omicron, numbers are down, it's less lethal, that they're not going to keep fucking putting more shit out there. They say in an article yesterday, get ready to learn more Greek letters. Scientists warned that Omicron's whirlwind advance practically ensures it won't be the last version of the coronavirus. Good. More versions. Every infection uh, provides a chance for the virus to mutate. 
Omicron has an edge over its predecessor. It spreads way faster despite emerging on the planet with a stronger patchwork of immunity from vaccines and prior illnesses. Just stop. Stop. Look, you've scared us enough for the last two years. We're all going to die. Now we're not. Hangtown Jen says, uh... So both my sons tested positive for COVID this weekend. They are both down with cold-like symptoms and have been since Friday. Their stepmom uh, got it last week. We think it came from her. I'm shocked it took this long to have it hit near me. And now you have the least lethal version of it. Not that it was very lethal to begin with. But if you believed all the hype around it, you would believe that if you got this, it was a death sentence. And it's not. And it never has been. And it never will be. But the narrative was out there to scare Americans. The narrative was out there to end a presidency. And by the way, it lived up to both ends of that. It scared America. And it got a guy out of office who was nowhere near getting put out of office. Nowhere, I mean, honestly. Nobody gave two shits about the mean tweets leading up to coronavirus. So, no, I don't have it. My kids live in uh, their own homes. They just visit mom. I live three hours away and sadly haven't seen them almost two weeks. I think I'm still in the clear. Yay me. Yes, yay you. So there you go. So uh, once again, expect more variants. Expect them to be less worse. And now this will be something that we end up living with. I want you to think about that. The COVID vaccine or the COVID virus, the horrible and dreaded, is going to end up being something that we eventually just live with. I want you to go back to the early days of waiting outside of Costco to get in with your mask, with the hand sanitizer everywhere. I want you to think about that, and now we're just going to live with it. Like, why was all that necessary if if we're just going to live with it? Hot Mama's in the house. Hang down, Jen says, how you feeling? Because she had the horrible and dreaded coronavirus last week. Speaking of people that test positive, I, I, I guess this is the end of the story. At least I kind of hope it's the end of the story. Because, I A, first of all, I don't care about tennis. And B, I really hate the Australian Open. Arnie, I'm already just living with it. There is just so much obsession over getting tested. No, you're absolutely right. I, and by the way, by the way, what's what's so big about getting tested for it now? Like, if we know th- th- this is the thing. If we know it's it's less harmful now to us, it's kind of nothing more than a cold. Shh. 
We don't have tests for colds. People have colds all the time. And from what I'm seeing of this variant here is people get it, and then they get over it. Seeing how hot mom is, now we know that Triple T is tested positive. So we can see these people. But I don't understand what the hype is with getting tested for it. If you got it, you got it. There ain't nothing you can do. Well, you got to warn other people because it's contagious. Well, this is the most contagious one. I mean, look, look. Do I think that the doctors are probably right with a lot of things they say? Yeah. I think there's going to be a, a huge number of people that get this. Why? Because it's so contagious. Why? Because the virus has been spread out so weak that it just latches onto anything now. And with it like that, meaning it's not as bad as it once was. I will not conform to the mass hysteria that the mainstream media keeps pushing. Good. You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. Hot Mama says she's 100% better. There you go. Ryan says, I was sick for three weeks and didn't get tested because they were almost out of tests at Urgent Care with a waiting room full of people wanting to get tested. Just told them, give me something to help me feel better. There you go. I was confused about the testing thing as well, thinking maybe I'm just not mainstream enough, but there is no fucking way I'm going to stand in line for hours like the general public does to get a test. I would stay home and feel sick. I got very uh, scary sick. I'd go to the hospital where they could test me. Why in the lines for testing? I wouldn't have tested, but the restaurant that I work at asked me to. There you go. Look, it's getting to be where it's ridiculous. And now it's caused something to happen in the sports world. Novak. Javokic, or whatever his name is, number one ranked player in the world, defending champ of the Australian Open. He showed up in Australia last week. They said, nope, pack your bags, mister, Mr. Unvaccinated. They've been fighting back and forth in, in court over this, like a tennis match. Yesterday, the, the, the people in Australia got the final word, and they said... Adios, amigo. And they canceled his visa. Jeez, man, they don't fuck around. They just take your credit card and get rid of it. What? What was that? Oh, 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 the visa to be in the country. Okay, it wasn't like they are going after his credit cards. All right. Yeah. Uh... He was photographed in the Melbourne airport with two official government uh, members in black uniforms. He left on a flight to Dubai, the same United Emirates city he flew to Australia from. You know how they make you go away, stop talking about it, and stop testing, but uh, no, no, they're not going to do that. Xavier tested at a public site on Wednesday. He still has not gotten his results from that site. They are overwhelmed for their update. They detained him and called him a threat to public safety. Uh, and he can't return to Australia for three years now either. Wow. I bet you they changed that. I bet you the tennis world gets that changed. 
You think they're going to change paid days off to five since we only have to quarantine for five days now? He's won the Australian Open nine times, including three in a row. So this is a guy who likes to play in Australia, and he's really, really good. So there you go. We're, we're going to have a new winner this year of the Australian Open. That's my big prediction. Uh, let me write that down in predictions for 2022. Uh, we will have Novak Devoshevic, or whatever his damn name is, will not win the Australian Open this year. I guarantee it. One more stupid song, uh, story uh, uh, about COVID and the Olympics now. Let me read what y'all wrote. Uh, let's see. I have a friend who tested herself three times with the rapid and got negative and then did these PCR tests and got a positive. This is this friend is super vaxxed. Started feeling a little off about 2 o'clock Saturday. Felt uh, complete shit by 9 o'clock with a 101 temperature. I continued to feel like shit all day yesterday until 8 when my fever broke. Never over 101. I woke up this morning feeling a lot better. Testing for me was to confirm I have it and must stay home for five days. Okay. Daughter's school closed on Thursday and Friday due to so many kids and staff with it. They sent home a test with every kid, and the school is asking we test our kids before we send them to school tomorrow. How about this? How about we just all go to school with COVID? How, how about everybody just get COVID, and then everybody has the antibodies, and then when nobody dies, kind of like what ha- what's happening now, we can go on to moving back to everyday American life. You know, where people go to their jobs and they make money that way, rather than having the government hand them money because of this stupid virus that has gone around. And when the numbers truly do come out, and there's a part of me that is starting to see a, a little a little hope when it comes to investigative journalism, just a little hope. I think people are going to want the answers to this. This affects them way more than JFK ever affected anybody before. Just say it. I would send my daughter to school with it. Yeah, I mean, like first I was scared of it. I get vaccinated and then such. And then if we got once and done, why not let them get it all at once? What's a bit of itchy among friends? Let's make this COVID party a sock party at Fauci's house. This year at the Olympics, athletes will need to be vaccinated or face long quarantine times. Take daily tests and wear masks when not competing or training. Clapping is okay to cheer on teammates. No chanting, though. I'm not making that up. Anyone who tests positive for COVID will be sitting in isolation and unable to compete until cleared for discharge. They want to create a virus-proof bubble. Now with all them horny athletes over there, uh uh-uh. They have maintained a zero COVID-19 policy since early in the pandemic. 
Even with yes, even with the mask on, they cannot chant or cheer. They just want clapping. By the way, they're only going to be. This is going to be another weird Olympics because there aren't going to be any fans there. So when an athlete shows up, this is what happens. Upon arrival from the airport, athletes will have their temperature taken and be tested with throat and nasal swabs. An Olympic official who recently arrived on site at a press briefing said the process takes 45 minutes. That's not good. A bus will then take people to their designated lodging where they'll wait up to six hours for test results to clear them before they can go into approved areas. Restrictions on movement within the closed loop are intended to seal off any potential contact between Olympic participants and local population. This question right here, since they're in China, you can answer this one. What happens if an athlete tests positive? They're killed. No. Uh, uh, They're withdrawn from the competition. An athlete or participant tests positive but doesn't have symptoms, they'll need to go into isolation. Uh, They'll provide it with meals and can open their windows for fresh air but won't be able to leave their rooms. Wow, thank you for... Letting me open my windows for fresh air. Fresh winter air, mind you. Boy, man, nothing nothing gets me more awake. Five o'clock in the morning once I have my shower, and then I open my window when I'm staying in a mountain lodge, and there's snow on the ground. Arnie, where did you say the coronavirus originated from? I do believe it was Wuhan, China. I predict the Olympians will return to their home countries with a new variant. Yeah, probably. You know, this is a true test for an Olympian. Those who say they just did it, uh, do it for their country. Because having to compete without cheering, without accolades, without all the hoopla that goes along with the games, it's just another boring event no one wants to see you compete in. I mean, the whole thing of the Olympics is competitive spirit of it. Yes. This is going to be like one of those Tuesday night fucking, you know, you're, 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 you're doing something and your one parent shows up and they, they're the only one clapping. That's what this Olympics are. I think I've spent enough time on the Olympics and especially enough time on coronavirus. <laughs> Man, what? Now, like, this thing is freaky, this next story. This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Um, The thousand-year explosion? Tonga is ash-choked. That's what they, they say, the ash-choked Tonga. After an underwater volcano sparked deadly tsunami, wiping out internet on the island paradise, two died in Peru as waves smashed Latin America and the U.S. West Coast. I, 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 oh, they, ooh, 
they have video of this, the waves crashing in. I haven't, I haven't seen, I've seen the explosion. I've seen the explosion from space. This is insanity. Big old swell underneath there. All of Tonga is underwater. Can you imagine being there on your vacation? Just do 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 do, and then all of a sudden the tsunami hits. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? Remember the Tonga kid in the WWE? He was badass. Yeah, he lives in Sacramento. Tonga kid with Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And, of course, uh, the waves are shredding down in Southern California, so everybody's surfing. Tonga, which is home to about 105,000 people. Uh, yesterday, video posted social media showed large waves washing ashore in coastal areas, swirling around homes, a church, and even other buildings. I bet that one eruption released more CO2 than people have spent the past 50 years. Hashtag ban all volcanoes, yes. Yeah, this was insane. Like, to see this and to hear what those people have gone through, that's horrific. I mean, like, when it went off, you see these waves and all this shit going around on the radars like it's a hurricane. Man, oh, man. I feel bad for them people. Well, you know, Haiti's checking under the ground right now. Haiti's like, God damn, we can't afford to have a fucking volcano under us. Obviously, our CO2 made that volcano release its VO2 because we have so much influence on climate change. Yes. <laughs> you know who came out and said something, probably. How dare you? Oh, by the way, by the way, we got a new Joe Biden uh, for today. How about this little ditty? from our, our fearless leader. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. So I, I guess we're not arresting any drunk drivers in the Washington, D.C. area, huh? You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Well, it's not, but... But really, you shouldn't arrest people for for driving while you're drunk, Joe. Really, Joe. Now, 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 Joe. Come on, Joe. Oh, and and by the way, uh, Jen, since you're here, uh, got a little something for you here. Oh wait, no, I didn't. I did not record it. Never mind. Never mind. I thought I recorded it, but I didn't. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I should have worked that one out. Uh, talked it out a bit before you said it out loud. <laughs> no shit, right? See, this is what happens, though. Good old tough Joe gets going. 
you know, you, you, you get you get Joe going a little bit. and How could I be the president of the United States of America? You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. So please keep wearing your masks, even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit, ineffective. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Everybody hates you, Jill. Very ineffective. You got a racist dog. Jesus. Fucking hey, Arnie. I was really looking forward to a good dirty joke. I know you had a day off yesterday, but goddamn, man. One fucking joke. That's all I ask. You only want one joke? I've got two jokes. I mean, it, here, here's the jokes for for today. Um, you know that Kurt Cobain had blue eyes? One blue right, one blue left. And what do you get if you put Betty White in a blender? Jail time, you sick fuck, because she just died. See, that, that, that one's pretty funny. That one's pretty good right there. My jokes, my favorite one, sexy and feces. <laughs> I had I, I recorded it, but it wasn't that good. Did, did I not, or did I just not put it in? I guess I didn't put it in. Yeah, oh yeah, today's wasn't any good. Today's was weak. See, I, I, I got to get you good ones. It, it, Jen, if I'm going to put something in there good, I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's got to be something really good. Like, I don't know, the the Philly sidecar. Ostomy sex. The act of putting a penis into an ostomy site, be it a colostomy, ileostomy, etc., for intercourse. Popular among prisoners as a means to get cigarettes or pay off debts. You didn't know Gilman was into Philly sidecars? Where do you think he picked up smoking? <laughs> there you go. That, that, that's a golden oldie. I'll try not to do that to you again. It's okay, Jen. I didn't even get my new special good morning. Oh, Brady kid. Let's see. Where do we go from here? Everybody see that story yesterday out of Texas? Uh... And the synagogue, Texas hostage situation, all hostages are alive and safe. The subject is deceased, yeah, because they they took him down. I guess dude showed up at, at, this happened in Colleyville, which is kind of over by Fort Worth. A guy had come in and stormed into a synagogue and took it over. The FBI was there. They said the suspect was forced on a single issue not directly related to Jewish community. More than 200 law enforcement officers worked the case Saturday. How it started was a SWAT team responded to 
Congregation Beth Israel after a suspect entered the house of worship and took hostages. This is what needs to stop in America. Honestly, like I would love to see a death penalty just for people that come in and take over. And I don't care what your religion is. You can be Muslim. Some asshole walks in there with a gun and wants to shoot you up. You know what? That person should be put to death. You don't interrupt people's time to worship. You just don't. I'm tired of seeing it. That, that to me, is the, true, the truest form of what American terrorism really looks like is when you go into somebody's house of worship. You can, you can be as non-religious as you want, and I respect you. Uh, you have that right in this country. But if somebody's going to practice their convictions and they're going to practice their faith and they're going to do things like that, that should be a place that is a no-go for bad people. That kid who shot up that, ch- that black church and waved the Confederate flags, that kid should never, ever see another day let alone a day outside of prison. They need to kill him immediately. Anybody who does this. Dude was fucked up. That's what it was. You get a lot of these people who are just fucked up. Well, he fucked up big time, and that's why he's dead now. First hostages were released after 5 o'clock. So everything's hunky-dory, I guess, now. Just have to look into what made him do this. I think if you break into someone's place of worship with intent to do mean death is a proper penalty. Immediate death seems fitting. And that is not a joke. No, it, to me, it's not a joke either. There are people that have... Uh, have escape their countries to practice religion of their choice due to the fact that if they practice that religion in that home country, they would be killed for it. And now here you are coming to this new land where you have no jurisdiction, where you have no say, and you want to impose your rules and your laws here. Well, no thank you. By the way, by the way, Hey, terrorists. Why do y'all keep fucking around and coming to Texas? Do you not remember the last time? Well, let me set you straight. The last time was when a couple of your goons came to town dressed in head-to-toe. Well, not all the way head-to-toe, but head-to-toe Kevlar looking to shoot up my hometown of Garland, Texas. And there was one Garland cop on duty with his Garland fucking issued gun that delivered two shut headshots and took y'all out. Terrorist zero, Garland two. Now it happened again over by Fort Worth. Terrorist goes into a place, terrorist dies. The state of Texas three, terrorists zero. You think that phrase, don't mess with Texas, is about littering? No. 
<laughs> Come on. And by the way, the first one, the first one where the, the, the one Garland cop killed two terrorists with two headshots, it was a complete middle finger to the Muslims because they were having a, they were having a Mohammed-like art contest. You're not supposed to ever draw a picture of Muhammad. You're never supposed to see a picture of Muhammad. You're unworthy of it. And they were having that contest in Garland. And what happened? Terrorists lost again. Fuck around and find out. See what happens. I'm all about it. I'm almost all about this. This is this is pretty awesome. That that, that FedEx is asking for this. FedEx wants to put anti-missile lasers on some of its planes. Man, you guys really, really want to protect your fucking cargo. FedEx is looking to install anti-missile lasers on its jet. The request submitted for government approval uh, is typical for some commercial and civil planes. I've never heard of it. The FAA will hear public comment for 45 days before making its decision. Oh, man, if I'm a pilot for FedEx, I am chomping at the bit for this. Dude, we got lasers on our planes. I will only ship through FedEx then. If FedEx gets lasers, I know my fucking shit's going there. What do you got, UPS? Yeah, that's what I thought. We have lasers. It's designed to protect or project a laser outside the plane that counters and disrupts a missile's heat-seeking capabilities. Mm -mm, I, I, I want it weaponized. Damn it, I want that weaponized immediately. And I think the first people that should try it out for the United States are FedEx employees. How is it that FedEx is getting laser on their planes before our military? You know, I, I, I maybe our military already has these things. I don't know. I would imagine they do. But goddamn, you're equipping them. How about we equip, I don't know, if this is a thing, how about, I don't know, this just spitballing here. Don't mind me. Um, instead of FedEx getting them, how about commercial flights get them? I, I don't know. I think that might be a good idea. I don't know how it's going to help them. FedEx is worse than UPS for me. They're always late with my packages. Anti-missile lasers? Oh, I thought that was on the trucks. I was thinking how fucking cool that would be to have a laser weapon on their trucks. How tall would that driver stand next to me asking for a code name and a badge? Yeah, how about, how about we put this on some commercial flights, maybe, I don't know, first? How, how, how do you feel now that, that when you go up on a Southwest Airlines flight, you're not quite as as safe as the shit that's flying in from your latest eBay order. That shit's protected by laser cannons. 
you're protected by what a pillow. Oh, good stuff there. Good, good stuff, people. Uh, a couple more stories and we'll take a break. Uh, only 42% of Washington, D.C. murder cases were closed after anti-police movement, and it could get worse, criminologists say. Wow. Wow. Here's one that's, uh, you think? Defund the police movement, hurt detectives' ability to solve homicides. No shit. Well, that's what happens when you take money away from police departments. Wait wait a second. Am I in a weird, bizarro world today? Am I, I, I'm feeling like I'm in this weird, bizarro world that we're telling you things about FedEx getting lasers to protect their planes. And now we're being told that detectives can't do their jobs when they get defunded. Yeah, no shit. This is what we've been saying the entire time. Killers weren't arrested and more than half of the murders committed in the nation's capital. A figure that will worsen without major changes given the nature of how homicides are solved. The main reason so few murder suspects were arrested because of how far trust in the police dropped in the fallout after George Floyd. Did did your trust in the police drop after George Floyd? I, I, I'm asking honestly. But, uh, being honest here. Ask family. Here, I'll, I'll even play the music for you. It, there's no wrong answer. Did you lose trust in the police after George Floyd? Let's see, hang down, Jen says, I lost trust in those officers involved. Everybody else is saying no, not in the police as a whole. Well, I, I didn't lose any trust for them. I, I, I mean, honestly, it, I, I look back on when, when the whole George Floyd thing happened. See, this is where I don't understand when people yell, defund the police and do all these things. We all know that all cops don't act that way. I, I, I mean, that, that's a given. If you think every cop acts the way that the, the cop who, who choked Floyd to death, no, they, they don't all act that way. And if you think that, well, you're, you're stupid. I mean, that, that's all there is to it. The story goes on to say that the, uh, the trust in police that they lost shows that witnesses are less willing to cooperate with detectives. 
I I don't think that has anything to do with the George Floyd thing. Like, like they want to keep using this whole George Floyd thing as their martyr wall. They're using George Floyd as their martyr to change the police code. There's nothing that they can do to change the code. What they have to do is the impossible part. And the impossible part is this. And, and look, I tell you guys the truth on this show. The truth of this show is that cops have each other's backs. The end. And by the way, I'd want it that way. Cops know who the bad cops are, and they're going to have to be the ones that get them out. And I'm hoping that a lot of the good ones are still trying to figure out how to do that. I think the statistic is 98% of police never draw their firearm. Well, you know, that's not the narrative. The narrative wants you to believe that only 2% of cops don't pull their firearm, that 98% of their cops pull their firearm at least once a day. And it's at 99% of the time, it's aimed at a black kid. Let's let's tell what the narrative is. Cops are nothing more than a bunch of good old boys from the south who moved even to the north so they could control things up there. And this is how they're, they're, they're keeping the black man down now. And we all know how ludicrous that is. Now, are there bad cops out there? Yes, there are lots and lots of bad cops out there. But there are far more good cops out there than the bad ones who are just trying to get home at night. Brett, good morning to you, sir. I hope they don't do anything here in Washington to to change their policing because their policing is not that good to begin with in Washington, D.C. But we'll see. We'll see. A final story in the first segment today. It's in Florida. We're not going to play the Florida music because this is about idiots in Florida that are in their politics. Um Florida Agricultural Commissioner and Democratic gubernatorial candidate Nikki Freed sat down for an interview Friday and compared Governor Ron DeSantis to leader Adolf Hitler. Instead of listening and trying to govern with the people, he's trying to govern over the people. And you know what? That, I'm sorry, I'm a student of history too. I saw the rise of Hitler. You did not. You're only 44 years old. You never saw the rise of Hitler. I would have called you out in my podcast where this idiot said that. Here we go. You have called the governor an authoritarian, even tweeted that you think he's like a dictator. What's your response to critics of that statement, that type of rhetoric? They think it goes too far. Not at all. Growing up in Miami and having you know neighbors that were Cubans, growing up with hearing the stories of so many of our Floridians who have left 
uh, dictatorships and communism and socialist countries and coming here to the state of Florida for capitalism, for uh, open opportunities to succeed. He is doing everything possible to take away power from local governments, taking away people's abilities to protest, making it harder to vote, talking about, you know, banning books. Um, that's what no. dictators do. Um, instead of listening and trying to govern with the people, he's trying to govern over the people. And, you know, that I'm sorry. You know, I am a, a student of history, too. I saw the rise of Hitler. No, you I, didn't. I learned of those stories. Are you of, comparing DeSantis to Hitler? In a lot of ways, yes. I have studied. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. She should not be allowed to run for governor because she's too goddamn stupid. Now, come on, honey. Yes, I'm, I'm going to talk down to you now because you deserve it. I am so tired of this. If we don't like somebody, all we, the first thing we do is compare them to Hitler. When, in fact, he is nothing at all like Adolf Hitler. He tried to open your state back up. He did open your state back up. Your state is not meandering in fucking bills to pay. Your state is paying their bills. Why? Because your state was open. By the way, by the way, I have not seen yet, uh, and I don't think I will see this in Florida, where the government's going around collecting guns because that's the act of a dictator. First thing they do. Since you saw the rise of Hitler and you're six years younger than me, I didn't even see that. Oh, this gal, fuck. I want to get gubernatorial candidates on my show just so I can tell them to shut up. Because that's what I would have done. As soon as this Nikki Freed chick or Fried or whatever her name is compared him to Hitler, I'd been like, you are off your fucking rocker, lady. What in the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, oh yeah, collecting guns happened in Louisiana. It happened after Katrina because they, they, they declared martial law and what happened? That's right. Crime rates went up over 300% in that parish where they did that. Look, Ron DeSantis, I, I have nothing bad to say about Ron DeSantis. People who live in Florida that happily still live in Florida have nothing bad to say about Ron DeSantis. This gal coming out and saying he's like Hitler is about the stupidest thing we've covered in a long time. Maybe she knows a kid named Hitler. I mean, there's a generation about to grow up with a Lucifer King. Still marveling in that lady. Bravo, Mom, of King Lucifer. Yes, all hail Satan. Oh, I love it. I love that this gal gets to try to take on one of the more beloved fucking governors in America right now. Uh, all right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. Place you can write the show, we will be doing listener mail tomorrow, is arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Happy Monday, everybody.
sitting here drinking, trying to keep from thinking I'm abusing my troubles away. But now I couldn't make her stay with well, doggone her anyway. She can't say that I didn't try. Pour me another one, I'm finished with the other one. I'm drinking my baby goodbye. Every time we disagree, she was always asking me, Are you a man or a mouse? Now that she's gone, she probably thinks that I'm home just for moving around the house. She probably thinks that she's the one thing I just couldn't get along without. Well, wouldn't it surprise her? I got a sympathizer as long as these bottles hold out. Well, I'm a sitting on the bar stool, acting like a dirt fool. That's what I'm a doing today. And I'm sitting here drinking, trying to keep from thinking I'm a losing my troubles away. And I, I couldn't make her stay with well, dogs.
You running down my country, man You walking on the fight inside me guy who claims he just don't believe in fight And I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free They love our milk and honey But they preach about some other way of living When they're running down my country horse They're walking on the fight inside of me Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me Running down with life I'm fighting in a far-died key If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be a warning When you running down my country, man You walking on the fight inside of me Yeah, walking on the fight Running down with life, I'm fighting in for that key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be warning. When you run it down, my country man, you walking on right beside me. The other night Started drinking and got real tired We was playing with all our friends Felt so good we had to play it again Hey bartender, hey, hey bartender. man look here Hey bartender Draw one, draw two, draw three more glasses of beer She was sitting down on the end I said baby can we be Sweet as can be Come on down and drink with me Hey bartender Hey, hey man Hey bartender Draw one, draw two Draw three more glasses of beer
ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the show on this Monday. This weird weather Monday. I mean, it's not going to be, like, super cold, but it's not going to be warm. It's going to be sunny, but then it's going to get cold and windy as shit tomorrow. Very, very strange. Uriah's hot mama finished stay close this weekend. It was good, thanks. Oh my god, I haven't I, fuck, I can't believe I haven't told you. The the series finale movie of Ray Donovan. Magnifique. What a way to end it. But I have a lot of questions. I don't want to ruin it for anybody if anybody hadn't seen it yet. So I, I don't want to ruin it. But if anybody can tell me what was up with Terry, like the meal that Terry made, all that kind of stuff, I have a question. But like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for you. Good episode, though. Great episode. Way to finish off the series. Did it the only way they could. Bravo. Bummed out though. No more Ray Donovan. Damn it. Didn't really watch anything else. There's there's nothing on now. Now that Yellowstone's over, psst. I do believe that Ozark starts uh, this week on the uh, on the Netflix. I think it starts on the twenty first. Looking forward to seeing that. I almost watched some of that uh, Kevin Hart Wesley Snipes thing, but I found out it's like a three part series. No, I, I didn't want to do that. Because I still got to watch the, the heist thing. I still got to go back and watch that. There's a bunch of stuff I got to watch. Highest 50s, low 60s for us all week. Lows in the 40s, pretty much like spring. I guess that's what it's going to be like, minus the wind here. I can live with that. I can totally live with that. Um. All right. The fucking... It, you know, I really don't like these two at all. I don't like Megan, and I don't like the idiot Ginger, but watching the new cops? No, I haven't seen the new cops yet. Is that on what, Fox, the Fox News channel? The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half ass podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come 
the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Uh, all right, Prince Harry. <sighs> Even though, look, 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 this whole story doesn't make sense to me. Why are we talking about these two people? Because they stepped away. They stepped away from being members of the royal family. Now Harry, who still goes by the the moniker Prince Harry, even though he's not a prince anymore, has applied for a judicial review of a home office decision that kept him from personally paying for police protection while he and his family were in the United Kingdom. Now... Now, when he goes back to the U.K., he's still kind of a rock star, so he needs security. But when you step away, you don't get that security from the queen anymore. And then you have to apply for security. Prince Harry's legal team claimed that the dukes, he's not a duke anymore. He stepped away. And security in the U.S. is not capable of proving the necessary protection needed in the U.K. where he's a threat level higher. Yes, the reason why is because nobody in this country gives a fuck about him. The Duke first offered to pay personally for U.K. protection for himself and family back in 2020. The offer was dismissed. He remains willing to cover the cost of security. Well, he better. Who else is going to pay for it? Don't try to make him come out off as all, oh, well, I guess I'll pay for it. Who else is going to pay for it, dickhead? The goal for Prince Harry has been simple, to ensure the safety of himself and his family while he's in the U.K. so his kids can know his home country. Well, then then guess what? Then you're going to have to hire a bunch of fellows from the U.S. to come over with you. You're going to have to do the logistics. You're going to have to hire a whole fucking team if you want to keep up with the level of Great Britain security. And if they don't want to let your security people into their places, then guess what? You're the one who turned it down, dickface. And by the way, by the way, are they really a threat? I, 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 I mean, come on, come on, come on. Let, 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 let's all play along. Yes, they're a threat because they are a celebrity. Okay, all right, because crazy people want to get to them, crazy people want to get at them, blah, blah, blah. They are nothing more than a little bit. No, I can't even say they're as big as the Beatles. I mean, if Paul McCartney's over there, I think he's a bigger celebrity than Harry. Maybe you guys are like the jackass movie stars. You know, because they'll need security when they go places. So how about that? How about you just call up Johnny Knoxville and say, hey, what security team are you using while you're in jolly old England? I'll just hire them too. I just wish, I wish if I had all their money, then I could just have some of their problems. 
Good morning, Zach. Yes, Zach, I hate football too, my friend. I'm not a big fan of it today. You know, it must be pretty goddamn hard to be Harry and Meghan. You wake up in your luxurious fucking house. The nannies have the kids, so you don't have to worry about changing a shit diaper or hearing screaming. You get to wake up, have whatever beverages of your choice, whether it be coffee or juice. You go out into your probably palatial garden. Look at that. Come in, have one of them showers that hit you from every different angle in the world. Get downstairs for for a, a breakfast that you didn't have to make. Somebody made for you. By the way, still haven't seen the kids yet. Eat your breakfast, read the paper, and then the children are being brought into you now. Football was great this week, and they could hire Mr. Bean as security. <laughs> oh. No, the football was good this week. And look, look, my team lost. It sucked. But I had I had that feeling. So I'm not too over it. I, I mean, I'm upset over it. Don't get me wrong. I don't like it that the Cowboys season is over. But come on. And especially losing to the Niners, of all teams, to lose to the Niners. Team ain't that good, though. I'll just tell you the truth. Maybe Prince Harry and Meghan Markle could buy the Cowboys. Oh, wait, they don't have that much money. I I, I just don't get it. Like, they go out of their way to say, we're not members of the royal family but you want to be secured like members of the royal family. Hmm? I was thinking about doing that. What, the Cowboys lost? Yeah. I was pissed, but it wasn't worth breaking anything over. (laughs) Wherever it says, wait, I missed it. Who did you lose to? LOL. We lost to Georgia. Oh, wait, that wasn't my team this year. My team never gets to play for that championship anymore. Come on. Now, this next one, I love when people come out and do stories like this because they think they're helping us so much. A story has been written uh, who wrote this. I, I, I just need to know who wrote this. Because I guess right now there's scorched earth going on between Britney Spears and her sister, Jamie Lynn. She got into Britney's crosshairs when she appeared on ABC's uh, Wednesday news show to promote her memoir, Things I Should Have Said, and accused her older sister of screaming and cursing at her when the family was quarantining together at the start of the pandemic. The younger sibling also described Brittany in the book as being erratic and paranoid and spiraling at times. 
On Thursday, Brittany responded by a scorched earth Instagram post that said, and I quote, my family ruined my dreams one billion percent and tried to make me look like the crazy one. My family loved to pull me down and hurt me always, so I'm disgusted with them. Now, now somebody wrote in, inside this book, oh, Steve Dennis is the author that wrote this, Britney Spears' nudity lashing out is shock value to get back at family. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Freud. You think? By the way, I'm going to give you the real answer here in a minute. But when Britney's taking pictures of herself, holding her boobs, doing all this, yes, this is obviously an attempt to get back at her family for holding her down so long. Wow. Way to go. Somebody went to one hour of psych class and figured something out. Now, let me say on behalf of the millions and millions of men who see this story, the answer will be, I don't care. Brittany is using nudity and lashing out uh, to get back at her family. Don't care. I don't care. No man cares. We get to see Britney Spears almost naked. Oh, I, 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 I will tell you this right now. I've called and talked to Tommy many times about this subject. Not once has the phrase been uttered. Hey, what, what do you think's causing her to do that? Do, do you think we give a shit? Oh, man, Brittany must be getting back at her father. Oh, what kind of world do you live in? Uh, duh, she's doing to get back to, at, at her parents. I mean, can't you just shut up and let us enjoy naked, crazy Brittany while we still have her? Uh, Jamie Lynn stirring the pot. Just keep up the nude pics, Brit. That's the only thing that matters here. Amen to that. I mean, seriously. I think it's hysterical that people are trying to figure this out. She's acting erratic. She's acting problematic. She's acting A-OK to me. the hell are you barking at, retard? Damn dog's just going off. Sit down. Sit. Oh, here's Jamie Lynn. Let's let's hear some of this. Juju, this was emotional. Absolutely. You know, people forget that Jamie Lynn has a lot of her own. Shut up. She felt like everything to me. And this morning, Jamie Lynn Spears, she now 30, rough. an actress. It's not that simple. Not a very good one. And at some point, you have to own the path you're on. Songwriter and mother of two, speaking out about the pressure she says came with the famous last name and her family's complicated dynamics in her new book, Things I Should Have Said. Why write this book now? It was really important to me to... Uh, to cash in on my sister's fucking craziness? That's why you write this book now and release it? Because everybody's paying attention, and that's the only way... 
Jamie Lynn Spears, who, by the way, who has to live up to the enormous pressure of the Spears name, you didn't have to be a singer. You didn't have to be. You ain't that attractive. Hell, you got knocked up before she did. Let's see what Moron says. First off, honor my voice. I have to do it or how else can I expect my daughters to stand up for themselves? She details an unstable upbringing, due in part to what she describes as her father's struggles with alcohol when she was young. According to the New York Times, court documents show he attended rehab for alcoholism in 2004 when she was a teen. You wrote in the book, he spent most of my life in that cycle of ruinous behavior. His bouts of drinking always caused me periods of torment and sorrow. How did his drinking shape your lives? For me... Uh, by the way, I had nothing to do with it because there's nowhere around me because I wasn't the fucking cash cow. So what did I have to do? I had to do something even more so to gain his attention, and that is I got knocked up. And now I'm mad because Brittany doesn't want to do anything with me, and she is my meal ticket. Because no matter what Britney Spears does, it will sell out. Oh, I, I, I mentioned she got pregnant, impregnated at 16. So you got text here. The younger generation hates Jamie uh, because she got knocked up and stopped her show, Zoe 101. It's her only chance to try and grab some fame back. Yeah, oh, I agree with that completely. I mean, this, this, anybody who's taking, this is like being the president's brother. This is, this is honestly like being Billy Carter. This is the closest thing we have to, uh, to uh, Bill Clinton's brother. What was his name? I can't remember his name. But she's the fuck up of the family. Look, Brittany was the star. Brittany had it all. She had the chops. She had the look. She had the ideas. She did that. Then mom and dad said, hey, look, we have another young, blonde-haired girl. We can teach her kind of how to holler and sing at the same time. And we're going to have two of these cash cows out there. And it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I mean, honestly, look at it. it the, the pattern's never worked out. When you have one super talented kid and the other ones are kind of good, Jackson 5 is about the only one. George Clinton, thank you. I appreciate that. No, it was Roger. It was Roger. George Clinton's a fucking Parliament of Funk guy. It's Roger. But, like, you look at it. You, 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 you look at these things. You look at these scenarios. The younger sibling never makes it. She's mad because Brittany wasn't on her. Look, look, let, let, let's clear all this up. Brittany's mad at Jamie Lynn because Jamie Lynn knows how much daddy was stealing from her. All right? She already knows. She knows how much uh, Jamie Lynn, uh, or daddy, Jamie the daddy, was stealing from her. And she did nothing about it. 
Nothing at all. She never was there for Brittany because she didn't want to be put in the same situation because she knew Daddy would put her in the same situation. So she said nothing. Brittany's mad at her for that, and I can't blame Brittany for being mad at her for that. And she's mad at Brittany because she's not as successful as Brittany. The end. I don't know what it'll take for these sisters to get back together and reunite. Probably one of them, if not both, are out of showbiz. But Brittany's going to be out. Brittany can't do anything else. She can't get a job at, I don't know, fucking Hertz rental car. Down in, you know, buttfucker uh, Louisiana. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'll be helping you today. That would be, I would I would go to that place just to rent cars. Ideal day for that fucking place to hire her. And then Jamie Lynn, she'll go over and get a job with some fucking, like, Alamo. Some shitty rental car place. Oh, man. Poor Brittany. Not for the naked pictures. I like the naked pictures. I hope she keeps putting him up. I like seeing these tattoos I never knew she had. Think about that tattoo artist that got to work on the hoo-ha area. That was, man, that's a tattoo artist that was never believed. Yeah, last night I was, uh, I was, uh, I was tattooing Britney Spears' crotch. The answer to that is, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Now, you can think about, like, there's one time at the tattoo shop. Because I used to hang out. When, when Whitey was at the tattoo shop down on uh, Auburn Boulevard there in Sacramento, if you went in there on a Saturday, there was a high likelihood that I was in there. And it wasn't necessarily get tattoos. It was just hang out with my friends. And one night I went home, and I thought about coming back. I didn't go back. And I should have gone back, and I was hoping they'd call me. Some guy showed up, and he was getting his butthole tattooed with cherries. Like he was getting a a cherry tattooed on his butthole. Not that I want to see that, but just to be able to say that I was in the room at the same time, that's pretty damn kick-ass. So Brittany can't do anything else. I disagree. There's a whole world of porn that would welcome her with open arms. Oh, my God. Britney Spears would break the Internet. If Britney released a sex tape, it would be uh, Pam and Tommy's sex tape. Gone, done. That could be the thing that would lead to the end of Kim Kardashian. A cherry on his butthole? Was he about to do a long string in prison? Mm. I don't know. They didn't call me. They just told me about it the next day. Bastards. I was like, whoa. New game. How far would you go to sniff Britney Spears' crotch? Oh, if I worked in that rental car place, I would smell her chair every single day. Every single day, I'd become a snarky. Dad used to call me a snarky, and I go, what's a snarky? He goes, somebody who smells girls' bicycle seats. 
I didn't know what that meant at first. When I was a little kid, when he told me that, I was like, huh? I want to smell a girl's poopy seats. I don't know what that means. Now I know what it means. See, now see, Fred, Fred, this is a good idea. This is one of those shows that we could take to Fox or NBC or one of those. How far would you go to smell Britney's crotch? That show right there, it, it writes itself. Let me let me just tell you how it writes itself. We get this would be like the new America's got talent, but your payoff is smelling Britney's crotch. I like this. I like this a lot because, A, it costs the network nothing unless we were to hire Brittany. And you get to smell her crotch. You're handcuffed. You got security that goes with you, and, and she's placed in a seat right above you. And you go up, and you get to sniff her crotch. That's the grand prize. That's the last episode. So you tell us what you're willing to do. You're willing to set yourself on fire. You go right ahead. Oh, this, uh, I mean, people are going to watch this for a long time. And then we, we can just change out the celebrities every year. Oh, I like this idea a lot. This is a TV show that could make billions. I've gotten a tattoo or two, but I can say the healing is the worst part. I can't imagine the sensation of a healing tattoo on my butthole. How uncomfortable, how much charming do you have, right? The US6 says, I would drag my dick through a mile of broken glass just to hear her fart through a walkie-talkie. Now, see, you'd have a chance. You would have a chance because what we would do then, what we would do is we would set up a mile of broken glass. <laughs> and GNYUS6, you drag your cock through a mile of that, and then we'll judge it. And we'll see if you have what it takes to smell Britney's crotch. Oh, I think there are people that are willing to do more. V Coop comes down to two guys left. Host tells them it's time for one last challenge. Camera pans to Brittany in stirrups. The host says they have to do a sniffer crotch as fight Mike Tyson. Yeah, bare knuckled. <laughs> Mike Tyson's just standing between you two. Oh, yeah, because there's got to be some feet we have to put in at the end when they're, you know, like like the, the, the dragging your cock through a mile of glass, that's going to be terrible. You're going to probably want some downtime, but no downtime. We got to get you up, and you got to get ready to fight Mike Tyson. See, we, we got to be careful, though. We got to be careful because we can't hire too many people because then the show's costs are going to be too high. Mike, you get to beat up a lot of Caucasian guys, and we're going to pay you. You know what? I would watch this show based purely on the legitimacy of the name of the show alone. How far would you go to smell Britney's snatch? I mean, Survivor's lasted for 20 seasons. Those fucking contestants don't even have to die or come close to win. 
They don't got to survive. They got to get voted off or should be called most popular. Yeah. See, at the, at the end of every episode, see, this is what I think the payoff is. The payoff is, is every episode we, 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 we get to the finals. Every week there's somebody. And maybe, like, the, the, the winning each week, you get a pair of her panties. But the ultimate is to sniff her crotch, like, right there. I like that a lot. <laughs> the last challenge is to kiss Charlotte Flair, so one of the guys has to kiss Ric Flair instead. And the lo- loser gets nothing. The loser gets dick. And no more of this fucking second and third prize shit. Okay, second prize, you get to spill J- Jamie Lynn's crotch. Third prize is Mama's crotch. Fourth prize, you get to smell Dad's crotch. They have to mung a corpse, and they get style points. The winner sniffs crotch. The loser gets a mouthful of maggots' jizz. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. Oh, each week. I'm, I'm seeing this show more on TBS now than on a major network. I think we've, I think we've screwed it up. With, with all the sexual hindo, dicks being drugged through broken glass for miles at a time. All to sniff Britney Spears' crotch. Was it worth it? Yeah, I got to sniff Britney's crotch, man. And then that person's a celebrity for the rest of the Hey, there's the guy who drug his dick through a mile of broken glass. He got to sniff Britney Spears' crotch, dude. Loser gets a lap dance from Federline. This show would have amazing t-shirts. The last place contestant has to smell Mama June's crotch. Oh, man. Oh, yes, we have a new TV show here. Well, it didn't take long. It didn't take long for this, and I love it. I absolutely, positively love this feud that's happening right now. And it's going to get even more delicious as the days go on, and I cannot wait. Kanye West, Yeezy. Yee, whatever his fucking name is, has come out and threatened to beat Pate Davidson's arse in a new song. Yep, Kanye has threatened to beat his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian's new boyfriend. The billionaire musician rapped in a teaser for a new song, God Save Me From That Crash. Just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh, this is this is the feud that we we didn't realize we needed. Oh my God, Pete Davidson versus Yeezy. Th- this is a tough one to put. I because I don't know how tough Kanye is. 
like you look at you, you look at some rappers, like you knew Tupac was going to be uh, a tad bit on the tough side. Suge Knight, yeah, you know you ain't gonna mess with him. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg has a has a hard edge to him. He he softened up a lot. They ain't like you know rappers back in the day coming straight off the the streets of Compton. But then you got Kanye. He's from Chicago. His parents were artists. He's like this uppity artist wannabe. So how tough is he? How tough is he? I mean, he's gotten into repeated beefs with Drake and Jay-Z, but no, 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 no punches were thrown. Only way to settle this feud is a ladder match. The winner has to climb a ladder and sniff Britney's twat as she's suspended, open-legged above the ring. No! No, we will not use Britney for this trivial bullshit. The winner gets Kim. And I don't even know if that's a winner. But Yeezy's coming out, and he's already making fucking diss tracks about Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's life is made right now. He's got Kanye rapping about him. Pete Davidson should be still a fucking bagger at a Staten Island grocery store. I bet the Snoop Dogg couldn't fight his way out of an open paper bag. I, You know, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. From from what I remember about Snoop Dogg, he was an active member of the Crips. He was up on murder charges at one time in his career. Kanye, I, I don't even think, has Kanye even been arrested? I, I might have to go with Pete. Pete's lanky, he's long. Might have that, that weird Staten Island bravado. Thinking he's a little tougher than he actually is. It's a fight I want to see. Oh, I hope the Paul brothers get this thing going. Let's go. Let's get this shit on pay-per-view. Pete Davidson against Kanye West. Oh, I'm watching that. And I'm telling you right now, no disqualifications. Outside interference is okay. Let's do it. Drake comes down with a trash can, wraps Kanye in the back of the head with it. Kim K's had so much black that if you had a sniffer crotch, you instantly have bad credit. That's terrible. That is awful. He weighs about a buck oh five. Oh, her shoot, you probably, uh, but no gun. He'd probably get fucked up. Check out his boxing training. It was like Fauci throwing out the first pitch. Hot Stephanie says, I totally get the appeal of Pete. I don't at all think he pulls the ass he does because of his ween. What's the appeal? The appeal that he's broken and you can fix him? I mean, that's the appeal, right? Is that you can you can train him into being a better person? Because I hear it's all about the wiener. That's what I hear. 
Let's see. Does Pete Davidson have a super dick? Yeah, yes. Pete Davidson has a giant wiener. That's all the rumors and reports are is that he has a gigantic cock. Maybe he's goofy funny. Maybe he's genuine. So Pete got him and the most FaceTime on SML and TMZ than he ever thought, right? Oh, no shit. Well, this isn't the only story from Kanye. Oh, no, Kanye had quite the weekend, my friends. Yeah, Kanye was a busy fellow this weekend uh, because he has come out and he has claimed that the, the Kardashians have refused. They refused to let him see his daughter on her birthday, her first, fourth birthday. His daughter's name is Chicago. Allegedly, he got in, though. He went on to say that someone was playing games and that his health had been taken toll due to family drama. I'm just putting this online because I need y'all support. I've called Kim, texted the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He said he'd ask Chloe. Won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now, and that's going to imprint her in her mind that I wasn't there for her. He added that he refuses to succumb to baby mamas and grandmamas who play games and attempt to keep him from his children. He did get in. He got to play with her in all his weird leather outfits and helped her smash a pinata. And This party probably cost more than every birthday party I've ever had combined. Look at that. Ogre's in the house. Hope you're feeling better, pal. Two rappers, I think, can beat some math. 50 cents in the game, yeah. Uh, I've never seen him on SML or anything. I don't know if he's funny professionally, but I think he's a generally funny guy to be around. Clearly doesn't give a fuck about appearance or money stature. Has pretty teeth, tall, the confidence radiates, and that's what makes him hot. Okay. Big wiener doesn't hurt either. Like, I mean, who has more cred in the, the, the world of hip-hop, Kanye or the Kardashians? You think about how many rappers have fucked a Kardashian. They, got, they, 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 they have a lot of uh, hold there in the, the rap world. You, you got this fella who's, you know, through that Astroworld debacle, Travis Scott. If his old lady says, nope, you're taking Kim's side, well, Travis, you're on Kim's side. The whole NBA's got Chloe's back now since Tristan Thompson decided to cheat on her. Kanye, you're standing alone, pal. Feeling much better, just lingering crap in my nose, but in the desert, my nose always feels that way. Well, good. I'm glad you're on the road to recovery. Uh, I just, I look at this, and, and you know you know the funny part to me, is th- this is the true funny part. 
people want to hold, like there was a story last week uh, about Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson, who um, has gotten some sort of disease where her legs won't work. And people are very, very critical of her. I thought I was going to have a corny half dozen times in the last two minutes of that game. Um, and everybody looks at Jenna Jameson and they go, oh, how, she's gross. She's a terrible person. You know, she got everything by being on her back. Well, she doesn't deny that. She doesn't deny the fact that she was a porn star. Probably... The, the highest grossing porn star of all time. Why do we hang that over Jenna Jameson's head, yet we encourage women like Kim Kardashian? Because like it or not, the only way Kim Kardashian started out, and I've heard, uh, I, I've heard actually a build on to this story, Kim Kardashian got famous because she was out one night hanging out with Paris Hilton. Kim Kardashian's dad was Robert Kardashian. He was a lawyer, and he was O.J. Simpson's best friend. Nobody knew who Kim was. Nobody. Nobody knew who any of the kids were. Until that fateful night she went out with Paris Hilton. She got photographed because she was prettier. That time in the face, she was a lot prettier than Paris Hilton. She didn't have the gigantic ass yet. Look at the Hefner whores. They had a TV show, yes. And they were never criticized for what they did, and they sucked an old man's dick. That's all they were. They were, they were gigantic escorts. Kim Kardashian got famous because she made a sex tape with Ray J. The alleged story that goes on to say is that she was dating Ray J at the time. She found one of his mom's credit cards, used it to buy a bunch of stuff that she wasn't supposed to. So in a way to kind of help pay back, they made this little tape. And lo and behold, Kim Kardashian has been famous ever since then. I mean, her sisters became famous because they were sisters of Kim Kardashian. What did they do? Nothing. They've done absolutely nothing. Arnie, you sound jealous about that. You're goddamn right I'm jealous of it. I ain't going to lie. I worked in my career hard to get my name out there. All Kim had to do was put in one cock. It wasn't even that good a video. The finish on her face, the end. And now she's a billionaire. Her sister's billionaires. Why? Because America's dumb. I mean, think about it. Bruce Jenner was long gone and retired, and then all of a sudden he comes back, and now he's Caitlyn Jenner. I don't think Bruce Jenner ever fucking switches sexes if he's not a part of that show. (laughs) 
So all you got to do, Arnie, is take it on the face one time. One time, dude. Yeah, ain't going to happen. Arnie, you need to accidentally make a video of you going down on some rapper chick, and you can get famous, too. Kim K was a closet organizer before everything, I believe. She was taking care of Paris Hilton. Yes. Yeah, that that is exactly the story. <laughs> America's so dumb, they're making the Island Boys faggot rich. Oh, God, don't get me started on those two idiots. Uh, Bruce Jenner, what a screw-up. Should have stayed a man, dumbass. Yeah, the Island Boys are the, the latest rage in America. They'll be, the, they'll be, like, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this new level of, of celebrity in America, it's kind of hard to, to, to like, kind of fathom. Ken Dog says, 100%, I'd take a Ray J load for a billion dollars. Today's celebrity, I, I mean, you look at what a celebrity used to be. Celebrity was somebody who had some talent. They could rap, they could hit a ball, they could throw a pass, they could make a bucket, they skated real well, they sang real well, they were super-duper funny. They got an opportunity. Now it's like it's luck of the draw. You get, uh, you know, a million people following you on social media, and all of a sudden you're a celebrity. But you ain't got no talent. Look at, look at some of these chicks that are online right now. The, the Catch Me Outside girl, I mean, she parlayed it into a very terrible rapping career, but she's a multimillionaire. You, you've got this fucking complete fool online named Whoa Vicky who's obviously a white girl who really thinks she's black. She has millions of followers, meaning she's making bank. If I could have nutted on Kardashian's face to be rich, I'd be so happy. Well, that's the funny thing is, poor Ray J. Well, Ray J, this is why I like Ray J so much. I, I think Ray J's music is terrible. Moesha, his sister, is awful. Everything about him, terrible, rotten, bad, right? Except one thing. The, the, the gift he gave Kim and Kanye will always be the greatest gift ever given at a wedding. He handed them a check for $43,000. Saying to yourself, all right, a check for $43,000. How's that the greatest? Uh, it's the greatest because that's how much their sex tape had made already that year. They got married in like March or something. And he had collected all the money that that sex tape made and gave it to them for a wedding gift. That to me is the ultimate side. That, that, that's the ultimate right there. That's fantastic. That's the greatest gift. That, that's pulling the, hey, how does my dick taste? Uh, if you were a lower-tier celebrity back in the day, you could still work in the daytime uh, game show circuit. Yeah, oh, God. 
daytime day show. Oh, uh, the game show circuit was fantastic. Yeah, if you weren't filming, chuck. You hit that one up, man. You're going to make you some bank, and you get to have fun. And that's back when game shows were awesome, where they would say the dirtiest things they could. That was the best. All right, enough about Kanye and the, the rest of that clan known as the Kardashian, that brood, if you will. Oh, we have to say goodbye to somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you got a 40, pour some of it out this morning. Because Miami rap sensation, wavy navy poo, was killed in an ambush shooting as he drove with two young children. 28-year-old rapper whose real name was Chandler Bubane stopped at a light Friday when a car pulled up alongside him, opened fire, killing him. There are two kids in the car, ages five and one, and a woman in there. None of them got hurt. Only Wavy Navy Poo. That's his name. How do you request him at a club? Yo, man, you, you got any wavy navy poo? Man, I want to hear that new joint by wavy navy poo. I still think uh, the how the dick taste uh, bit has run its course most often. You're not the only one that's put your dick in her, so there's nothing special about it. No, come on, not navy wavy poo. It's poo with an H. What, a rapper got shot? Yeah, I know, I know. But this isn't any rapper. This is wavy navy poo. See, Alicia, let me me walk you through the, the psychology of the how does my dick taste. Um, she says, I still think the how does my dick taste bit has run its course. Most often, you're not the only one that's put your dick in her, so there's nothing special about it. Well, here's the thing, is that you got it first. You see, that, that, that's the whole thing with guys. When, when, when it comes to that, when, when we get, you know, pushed to where we're at our absolute, you know, most immature level, that kind of line is devastating. Because you know that we got the quote-unquote sloppy seconds. I know they're not sloppy seconds. I'm aware. I'm aware. Look, look, I'm just the messenger. Still a great line, by the way. That was my dick taste. Because of that. Just because of the psychology of men. Nothing to do with the gal. Nothing to do with her whatsoever. It's all about the man. Wavy Navy Pooh was 305 till he died. Too bad it wasn't Pitbull being mauled to death by a pack of rabid iguanas. I get the psychology, but it's trivial. Nowadays, guys really don't care. They're just looking to sow their oats. Guys care. Oh, yeah. Guys care. Guys still care. 
And that's why it will always be still good. Um, hey, congratulations to Tiffany Haddish this weekend. Tiffany Haddish got arrested for a DUI. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Oh, well, that's great. That's awesome. Good. So, so Tiffany Haddish should be let go. She was arrested in Peachtree City, Georgia. That's right outside of Atlanta. According to the police department, officers responding to a call at 2.30 regarding a driver falling asleep at the wheel. Well, that's not a problem. Callers gave authorities a description of the car, conducted a traffic stop, and vehicle had pulled into the yard of a residence. Lovely. They were told that she had allegedly smoked marijuana. She was reportedly free by 6.30 a.m., posting a $1,600 bond. Reps for her did not immediately respond for comments. That thing I played about Joe Biden saying this. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Now, he thinks you should lose your job for that. That's the part that I've edited out. He thinks that if you get a DUI, you should be fired. Oh, special kale. Don't ask those questions that Joe has forgotten the answers to. Let me answer it and let me answer it officially. Uh, DUI isn't a felony, then why is it so important to have a breathalyzer and new cars soon? which was a part of that whole new Green Deal thing, which, by the way, did not get passed, so it's not going to be a new cars. The reason for that was a kickback to whoever manufactures those, so now they'll get more money. And for that kickback, for doing that, they'll have all those people voting for them, you see. That's what that was for. Also, the automaker said, hey, this is a great way for us to charge another $1,000 to put on top of this, the, the old price. That's why they do it. The, the rear cameras, that became a thing. Do you know why that became a thing? I'll never forget this. We were doing the story about a woman who ran over her child. She backed up over one of her own kids, killing the kid. Now, the police let her off because, what's that phrase we all learned about keeping your kids in hot cars? That's right. She suffered enough already because, you know, the, the kid ran and nobody could see the kid. And I remember we were doing this story. We were talking about it on the air, and she called our show. We didn't realize the incident had happened in the greater northern California, northern Nevada area. We had her on hold, and we were telling the story, and we told our producers, tell her, hey, we'll gladly have her on the air, but she has to listen, and, and we said what we needed to say, and she hung up. That added on, the first year it added two cars, it added $3,000 onto every new car that was equipped with a backup camera. And now backup cameras pretty much come standard on everything. So due to a lazy parent, that is why you have to pay more for your car. 
or for Joe, just uh, any normal day he drives, he probably demands to drive. And the Secret Service bought him a foot-powered car that he pedals around the White House, complete waving old fists and staffers who still calls jaywalkers, and whistling at Kamala for being a hot streetwalker. <laughs> he yells at Kamala, what do you do for $14? Uh, but then black and brown people won't be able to afford new cars. She's suffering enough. Zero fucks given over how much uh, the kid suffered. So, oh, back to Tiffany Haddish here. Sources say that she's had a tough time lately. Her grandmother, who raised her, recently died. Also told Extra that despite her professional success, losses in her personal life have been taking their toll lately. What? You mean, like, she has a real life, like a human being, like a regular person? My career is blowing things out of the water for my life because I'm a human. It feels like it's in shambles, but it's not. Whatever, lady. Fucking cry me a river. I've never seen somebody given so many opportunities with so little talent. Man, oh, man. Yeah, oh, Alicia, I, I'm... I hate that phrase so much, the the phrase of you've suffered enough already. That literally used to be what they would say to these parents of kids who cooked in cars. By the way, they still say it. I don't know about you, but I, I, I the, the time passed a long time ago. That should be an offense that you get jail time for. If you leave your kid in a hot car, that's the definition of manslaughter right there. So many of these parents have been let go because they, quote, unquote, what was it again? They've suffered enough already. You like the whoa, Vicky girl? Oh, come on. Jeez, Brett, you're better than that. But the, the the whole idea that the parents have suffered more than a kid whose insides cooked him alive. You gotta go to jail from now on on that. That that that's one of those things now it it it, it should be a mandatory thing. But you can like who you want. It's just disappointing that you like that low Vicky chick because that gal is trash. Trash. Uh, what does this thing say? Created remains of 89 people are found in boxes and bags at a church in Akron. Abandoned by a pastor who is accused of working as an unlicensed funeral director. Whoops-a-daisy. Well, that's never good. Shantae Harden, 41, the pastor of the Great Faith Missionary Baptist Church, has been charged with 44 counts. 
Good God. Investigators from the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation seized Hardin's church after a woman entered the church and found the remains. Now, Mr. Hardin's attorney said that a former funeral director named Robert Tate Jr. asked Hardin in 2017 to store unclaimed remains. There was no compensation for him. He was just doing a service for someone who needed it. Are you doing illegal cremations there? Is, is that what I'm hearing here? I mean, look, look, look. The, the whole idea of, of dying sounds wonderful, except when you hear about what the costs are. So maybe this guy's like, you know, he, he's, he's got like internet ads up all around town. Hey, you, your daddy just died. You want to burn him? I'll do it cheap. I ain't going to charge no two grand like they do. I'm going to go put him in the smoker, put him in there for, I don't know, 15, 16 hours till he comes out. I'll charge you $31. Well, it does look professional. Mm, what, I can go for some of those ribs, too. Well, Vicky looks like she has all forms of mental retardation. It's this one. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Yeah, that, that's Well, Vicky for you. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. What do you? No. Oh my lucky stars! No. Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Mm-hmm. It is, it is very tough. Very tough, especially when guys are have 90, at least 90 remains found in their abandoned church. Well, we're just going to hold it here. Who are you holding it for? Is this something that you can collect now? (laughs) We've got the remains of 90 people here. Why? Why not just give them to the people? Let's see. I'm just looking at the side stories here to see if there's anything cool here. Nothing cool so far. Leah's gone. All right, that'll do it for this break. Uh, We'll take our last break, last musical break, come back, do the last segment here at ArnieRadio.com on a Monday. Memories are just where you lay down. Drag the waters till the depths give up their dead 
What did you expect to find? Was it something you left behind? Don't you remember anything I said when I said don't fall away? Lead me to myself. Don't fall away and leave life bleeding in my hands. In my Later. 
crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night. Stretch yourself down my back to keep me right on. Hey, you're crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night. Stretch yourself down my back to keep me right on. Bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night. Stretch yourself down my back to keep me right on. Hey, y'all crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night. Stretch yourself down my back to keep me right on. So good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night. 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, don't forget there's another playoff game tonight. The uh, Arizona Cardinals are going to be playing the L.A. Rams. First ever Monday night playoff game. Looking forward to that. That should be kind of cool to see. Um, and then, yeah, just the rest of the week, we got just the regular shows all week. We'll have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here on Thursday. We'll do Lister Mail tomorrow. It's all good. It's all good. Something we don't get to do a lot anymore because the stories don't come around that often. But when they do, you know, you, you know I'm going to hook you up. You, you, you just know I'm going to do it, right? I mean, it is time for... And now, and now it's, it's time, time for the for world, world news, news. Daily, daily reports. reports. All right, and these are totally stories from the internet. I don't know the validity, and I do not care because that's what makes these stories oh so delicious and great. Our first story today is about a General Dynamics employee who had to come correct with something. Former General Dynamics employee revealed one of the darkest secrets that he kept all his life a few hours before he died. The man known as only John told his family that he and a few other people were given an assignment to design a firearm that would only fire when pointed at a person with dark or brown skin. John's family say that John believed the company was contracted by the government to create the racist firearm and that they were going to be used by police across the country. As shocking as this may sound, John went on to reveal they actually tested their firearms in prisons across the country. And they worked. There are actually three types of devices that were used to detect a black person. Grandpa said he left the job and prayed they'd never actually give the guns to police or make them available to the masses. He told us being a part of the team was the biggest regret of his life, and he wished that he had the guts to stand up and say, what are you trying to do here is evil. John had a fallout with his friends after quitting the job, and they called him a sellout. Last he heard about the project was an apparent pilot in New York and Los Angeles. <laughs> Can you imagine how many lighter-skinned people were harmed during the testing of these? They also tested it with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that one failed. That one was a, a, a great big failure. Oh... All right, let 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 let's move, shall we? We'll we'll go to maybe Chicago, I guess. I, I guess that's where we're going here. And now, and now, and now another 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 headline from, from the world, the world, news, news, daily, daily, hard, 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 hard. Still got it. Still hiding it out of the ballpark. Uh, this story is about our embattled rap hero himself, the one and only R. Kelly. He will be in court again now for sexually or for allegedly 
abusing his 21-year-old cellmate. Oh, no. It continued. According to the victim's lawyers, Mr. Uh, Kelly promised his 21-year-old cellmate vocal classes when they became cellmates a few months ago. Oh, he, he, they weren't vocal. It was oral classes. Classes became something else when Mr. Kelly started making sexual moves on the victim, who eventually submitted to Kelly's needs and wants. Quote, his fetish of peeing on people still exists. He peed on our clients on several occasions and forced him to give him fellatio. Mr. Kelly promised our client a record deal. He told him he'll use his outside connections to get him a deal when he gets out. Now our client is out and has herpes and no record deal. (laughs) What we're seeing is a pattern here. Mr. Kelly knows how to manipulate people for sexual gain no matter where he is. I won't be surprised if other inmates come out with similar allegations. Yeah, it'll happen only once, and then they'll catch on to him in prison and cut his cock off. That's what they'll do. Rob, or Kelly is a scumbag. Oh, amen to that. 21 kind of sounds old for him, don't you think? A little bit, a little bit. But, hey, you, you, you can't be a che- beggars can't be choosers in the big house. R. Kelly's finding that out the hard way. All right, we, we have two more here. Which one do I go with first? I'm going to go with this guy. I, I should probably do the other story first, but this one this one's pretty damn good, too. Uh, all right, here we go. Get everything set up and ready. And now, and now, another, another headline head 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 of the world. News. Daily. 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 Report. 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 Damn, that's good. That is so good. Dateline, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. A 39-year-old father handed himself to the police. After he hunted down the man who raped his 10-year-old daughter. When Carlos Silver received news that his daughter was raped, he took a one-week leave from work to come back to Favela slums, where his grandmother and daughter live. He spent the week hunting down the suspected rapist, who had also recorded himself violating the child. When he finally found the man, he befriended him, and the man invited him, to, invited him to his apartment, and he showed Carlos the horrific tape. Carlos sprang into action, tying up the rapist, who was only known as Jose. Did he have an accomplice named Jose B? He went to get some torture equipment, including what reports are calling the world's largest dildo. Well, I, I, I'd like to see those experts. Yes, this is the largest dildo in captivity. 
In his own words, Carlos said he penetrated the rapist with dildo who cried until he came. After the dildo, he chopped his penis and then properly stitched it what was left. I told him to be lucky if we don't end up in the same jail cell. The community is calling for Carlos to be freed because what he did is proper justice. As we speak, Carlos is out on bail and the rapist is being held pending trial. She was found to be a wanted serial rapist. So he raped a guy with Joe Biden. Hey, guy, hey, what are you, what, what, come on, man. Stop putting me in there. Come on, man. Jill's not going to like that. Jill's going to say I was cheating on her. Was he a Bills fan? That's funny. Because they throw dildos on the field. Oh, whoops. We didn't want to close out of that story. Come on. All right, time for our final one. Final headline. Oh, goddamn. Oh, oh, and there's a kicker to it. Oh, there is a kicker to it. All right, here we go. I got to do both parts of this. every, Every part. Okay, no problem. And now, and now. No, 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 wrong one, wrong one. There we go. And now, and now, our, and now. Final, our headline. final headline from the world news. Alien, alien, alien. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Uh oh. Everyone from Florida is dumb. Uh oh. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, we sure do. B. Coop says that's a lot of planning. Carrying this plan out must have been a huge pain in the ass. No, the guy said it was more of a pain in the dick than anything. Dateline, Tallahassee, Florida. This is a story about a young lady who's... Fucking out there. Brenda Dole's parents kicked her out of the house at the age of 18 because she could not stop eating her own feces! 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 The 18-year-old is now living with her 40-year-old boyfriend and is still consuming feces, feces, feces. She even asked her boyfriend to fill up her bowl so she can have more. It started simple at the age of 14 when she was in the bathroom and there was no toilet paper, so... She used her finger and decided, well, let's go ahead and have a little taste. Her parents had taken her to different pastors and spiritual leaders. How do you explain that to a pastor? Oh, pastor, the demons got her. What's going on? Is she having a lot of sex? No, 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 no. She's experimenting with the drugs. No, 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 no. And no, what she's doing is she is actually eating feces, 
There you go. They're always mad at her because she was using their cutlery for her meals. At least she's got manners. She said her father told her she was a demon the day she made a, 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 oh, God, I got to say this phrase, a shit milkshake. She goes on to say, I have a variety of ways to consume my favorite food. I can dry it and crush it and make my own cereal. Brenda says she's not asking for help. She just wants to be accepted and understood. She believes there are others like her who are just in too embarrassed to come out. I've accepted the way I am. And now I'm pregnant. Oh, God. Man, I, I got to tell you right now. There ain't going to be much happening in the old make-out department here. I hope for more people to come out so I can share some of my favorite recipes with them. Oh, God. Oh, come on. (laughs) She tried to be a chef, but her meals were shitty. Oh, Good God Almighty, what is wrong with people? What, what, what is going on in this world? Dear God in heaven. Yeah, we haven't done that one in a while. That's one shitty recipe. We can, we, we can add all those in there. Oh, my God. Yikes. Here we go. Um, man, oh, man. I tell you, the airline industries are not having a, a, a good beginning of the year. You know, they got COVID. They got shutdowns happening. They're missing flights every single day. And now it's happened again. Oh, you sack of shit. Don't do that shit to me. I don't want no No, thank you. I don't want that page. I want the the page of that I had up, not just because I'm not surprising or going going to the Mercury News for all my news reports. All I want to do is talk about the 2,000 flights that have been canceled due to the storm that's all over the Midwest right now. But no, I can't. Why? Because I have to look at the subscribe with the best plan for you. All right, so a lot of flights have been canceled. There you go. Boom. Screw you, Mercury News. I won't use your service anymore. You sent me an email on that? Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's go over to this email. Flash. Let's see. Oh, wait. 90 Day Fiance Fart Jars, a teen mom star is now selling her poop? Come on. Really? Oh, okay. We we have jumped the shark, people. 
You know, they, look, look, to all you morons out there that want to believe this gal was actually farting in jars and then sending you to it, she wasn't. She was sending you a bunch of empty jars. She, she got something wrong with her stomach or something. She had to stop. Was that what I saw about that? That's just dumb. No, this story is not coming up. Paige is very unresponsive. Let's see, does it come up? Here we go. Inspired by 98 Fiance Star. Let's see if that comes up. Should have done. Inspired by 90 Day Fiance star, teen mom is now selling her poop. Is that fair, Abraham? Yeah. Oh, God. Come on. What does this shit say about her? Uh, Pharaoh's one of several outdated stars assigned to their own explicit content, charging users for seven ninety nine a month for subscription. She will charge. What, what is she going to charge here? A hundred bucks a pop, in which she reportedly would poop on camera for fans willing to shell out extra cash. What? I, I, I don't, I've never, ever gotten it. I, I don't get it. Don't ask me to get it. I, I will not ever get it. I think it's stupid. I think it's gross more than anything. Ryan, thank you so much for sending me that. Uh, there is nothing hot. There is nothing sexy about poop. There's just not. Nothing at all. It makes everything go away. It makes the day worse. And you got all these people thinking that selling theirs is going to get... Man, oh, man, if that's the case, then I, I am backed up. I am a gozillionaire in training. If she was smart, she would have enlisted the help of her dad and had him fart in jars. Could have doubled her order capacity, right? Now we got people pooping in jars and sending that around. See, I, I used to have this whole bit about this. I don't feel bad for most people that work because they have jobs, and I respect that. And there are some people that have really, really bad jobs. You know the person I feel for the most is? And they started doing this, like, you know, they started doing this a few years ago where the doctors will give you a kit, and you have to shit at home, and then you mail it back to them. They're, they're checking out, you know, what your bacteria levels, all that kind of stuff. So you got to poop in there, and then you mail it back to them. You know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the guy who's now we have ruined with his job the the enjoyment of opening a box. You know, when you get a, when you get a box at your house and it's sent to you, you're excited, you're ready to open it up and tear through it. Not this poor soul. This poor soul has been killed now. Why? Because this poor soul, man or woman, shows up to work each and every day, 
sits down and has, when he sees that UPS truck come, he is just fucking devastated, or she. Because they know the only thing that will be in those boxes is doo-doo. That's a way to ruin opening packages for anybody. I would imagine they tell their family members, whatever you do, don't wrap anything up for me. Mama's had a tough year. The UPS guy didn't sign up for picking up your shit box. Yeah, I mean, fuck, what has Brown done for you? Made her a millionaire. That's just wrong, man. Just wrong, people. Uh, Let's see. uh, High school basketball announcers are fired after getting caught on a hot mic saying two awful female players were extremely (laughs) overweight. (laughs) <laughs> Please save me out of the video. <laughs> oh, God I think we do have the video. Boys, uh, Easton has two girls out here extremely overweight. Yeah. Roger, Awful. How come you don't get uniforms if you're the girls? <laughs> Look at this one. Is this girl right here? About 44. Look at her. Wow. 52 to 10. 52 to 10. So so they're making fun of the fat girls on an open mic. I guess they, I guess you have to fire them because the mic was open. I mean, what did you think was going to be said? Jim Carter and Steve Shaw were pre- preparing to call a game. Um... Uh, when the other game was going on in front of him, in the video posted, you can hear either Carter or Shaw say, without realizing their microphones were on, Easton has two girls out there extremely overweight, awful. The other followed by asking, how come you don't get uniforms that fit the girls? Well, this happened in Maine. They were fired immediately after. Fred Grant, the owner of the station, said he fired Carter and Shaw after the beginning to see complaints shortly after the comments were overheard. That's just funny. <laughs> I have two real big Can you imagine if that was me and Tommy? It wouldn't have been anywhere near that nice. Good God, you see these fucking manatees fucking playing in this game? <laughs> Man, we got to do a chick's fucking basketball game. Dude, this sucks. This is bullshit. Oh, yeah, Tommy and I would have been a lot more entertaining than those two guys. Shocking that the guys from Maine weren't that great on the mic. I don't get this story. Can somebody help me with this? Passengers stuck at sea as Norwegian cancels cruise mid-voyage. Huh? Wait, wait, wait a second. You're you're in the middle of the ocean and you've canceled? Whoa, whoa, whoa. how are we getting back? 
Travelers on the Norwegian cruise line ship in the Caribbean have been stuck at sea after the company called off the trip due to COVID issues. Amy uh, Forcido said she boarded the vessel in New York for a 10-day trip last Sunday for her birthday. But the vacation uh, became a nightmare when the cruise canceled the voyage four days later with no timeline for the ship to return. So I guess they just sit there for 10 days without the islands and ports to break up the sea days. This is turning into a nightmare. I really can't imagine four more days back-to-back without much to do. Tomorrow will really be the only nice day to enjoy the outdoors. After that, we're stuck inside with limited shows, small crowds, nothing to do. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I am going to get all kind of shithouse drunk. If I was on that thing and I was stuck in the middle of the ocean, oh, you goddamn right. I am going to the duty-free shop and making, making up for it. Oh, I'm throwing off the bow of that boat. That that that's that. I'm, we're just telling you that right now. Uh, Rise says, "LOL, I just got a call from my Norwegian cruise line consultant 15 minutes ago, asking if I wanted a great deal. I said I'd love a great deal, sir, but y'all don't let us non-vaccinated on board. Must be hard up to be calling now. This article confirms. Yeah." Tell you what, you bring the food to my room where I will have alcohol set up and a bucket. Just empty the bucket every day. That's all I ask. If I got to be on a, a, a boat for four days with people I don't know and my family, oh, fuck that. Uh-uh. It's hammer time. Hell, I might even fucking wander around on the ship and start stealing shit from the ship. That might make my trip a little bit better. Good Lord. Can't just stop the boat at sea. They did, though. What the shit is this? Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. Here you guys go. I just want you to see the picture that accompanies this story. This is a story about a sex coach who bills herself as the vaginal weightlifter. Who's actually charged with uh, attacking an elderly woman who knocked on her door to collect the census. Kimberly Harrock, 50 years old, allegedly attacked a 60-year-old census worker last year. She describes herself as the vaginal weightlifter and surfer. Really, you're a surfer. You're a surfer there in Canada, eh? Mm. The woman knocked on her door while working for the Australian Bureau of Statistics before an altercation began. By the way, it shows this gal with a kettlebell that looks like it's tied to her cooter. 
I, I, I don't know where it's hooked, Jen. She has about 200,000 combined followers on all of her social media pages. I've propelled millions into higher stratospheres of connection, of sensuality, and energy. Oh, she's one of these. Oh, fuck it. God damn it. it. It shows her in a picture later on where she's holding up what looks like a, a banjo or a ukulele from the cooter. No, she ain't that hot. Dude, no, not really. I've seen these videos. It's one of those kegel balls that has a hook attached to the weight. Oh, good Lord. She's stretching everything out. Like, I appreciate my vagina lips staying, you know, in my underwear. I can't imagine the stench obtained by attaching a 10-pound kettleball to them. Just yucca. Good Lord. Why would you do that to your own privates? <laughs> if you think over 10-looking Jersey women are hot, then she's your gal. That's a good call. Hey, can you tie some deer vagina and walk around with it? That's what I'd want to do. If, if she ever had a show, I'd be, uh, what are you going to tie to your vagina next? <laughs> we, we, we got no Honda out back. You think you can carry that around on your old vagina? Oh, and our final story of the day. This just, this, this warms my heart to no end. Many, many shoppers are very unhappy. They're saying things like, this ain't sitting with me right. It's a calamity. This is making me sick to my stomach. Now, now what could all those be? This does not sit right with me. Maybe you're not letting in unvaxxed people. Okay, that could be it. Uh, This is a calamity, uh, meaning they have to shut their doors because of the pandemic, right? I'm sick to my stomach over this. Ooh, maybe you have to, like, share profits with other restaurants. Ooh, is it any of those? The answer is no. No, no, no. These people are sick to their stomach. They think it's a calamity and it doesn't sit right with them. That Dollar Tree has decided to raise their price to a dollar twenty-five per item. Video bloggers with hundreds of thousands of followers posted videos of their reaction. To the price hike. Now, now look, look. If everything at Dollar Tree is now at dollar twenty-five, you're gonna have to call it dollar twenty-five tree. And by the way, it's still a dollar twenty-five. 
And 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 even even bigger side note, by the way, it's all crap. It's shit at the damn dollar store. See oh, some old toothless gal in there. Uh, uh, look here, I just I want to get me some ice cube trays, and, and just two weeks ago there was a dollar, and now they're a dollar twenty-five. I mean, is it twenty-five percent bigger? I doubt that she'd be able to do the math, the 25% math. This is what's upsetting the country right now. This will be our story of the year. How the Dollar Tree has gone to $1.25 and all their customers are so upset. Well, it used to be I could come down here to the old Dollar Tree store Get me an expired bottle of milk for a dollar. Now, can't even do that. Now it's a dollar twenty-five. Guess I ain't drinking milk no more. Hmm. And, and by the way, I hate going to Dollar Tree stores. I I don't like. The Dollar Tree, Dollar General, anything that's a 99 cents and lower here, I do not like those. Sto- I hate them. I hate them. Because all the stuff in there sucks. You look at it, you're like, oh, wow, this thing's only a dollar. Yeah, a pizza cutter's only a dollar. Yeah, it's only going to cut one slice of pizza, too, by the way. They should just call that store what it is. The Wish in America store. We can't go to the dollar store no more. It's too expensive. I would imagine that their loss prevention isn't. But once again, that's just me. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So y'all have a great Monday. And I will talk to you manana. Until then, adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.